And welcome back to another edition of the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, the one and only Dallin Thomas Dela, Mr. Energy himself. It is what's today? It is December eighth. Like I'm sorry, we we doing two shows in a week, so I'm I'm a little thrown off. Like for me, normally this, this should be, it should be like the thirteenth, but you know I I had to come back to you guys. Like, it's basketball season, and when it's basketball season, this is a little bit too much for me to talk about. So, we're coming back for another lovely show. But like I said, we're down here in South Florida. It's a beautiful 77-degree evening. But, you know what I say, regardless of the time. Take that, take that, take that. And regardless of the weather. You play to win the game. It's always a good time to talk some sports. So, let's start talking. Woo! Back at it like a sports fanatic. I mean, I, I gotta be, don't I? Like, to do, to all of a sudden, like, to take the time out to do my weekly podcast twice in a week, just because I'm just like, there's just way too much sports for me to cover. And unless you just want a two-hour show on, on Thursday, I mean, on 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 Wednesday, then I guess this is how we're going to have to bring it to you. But before we get started, before we get started, I have a big, we, we, we got, we got some breaking news. I have an announcement to make. Bear with me. We go. We go. We gonna do this right. So, first of all, I want to say congratulations to my homeboy Jonathan and his fiance Lorena. I didn't know. I didn't know Caitlin was your name. Caitlin, Caitlin was in there. Like I said, who the hell is Caitlin? But okay, <laughs> for Jonathan and Lorena because they have officially picked their wedding date and it is on December 24th at where'd that go the new hope ah it could be sounds good do it right and I'm fudging up fudging all over the place there was new hope where'd it go where'd it go they get it married that's all you need to know <laughs> so congratulations to them and their marriage. Like, listen, I feel like it was just yesterday. Like, they got engaged. I feel like, 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 seriously. Like, like, what? Like, I, I wish I had a Speedy Gonzalez like um, drop right now. I'll play. I'll play that one. But listen, this may be the time that, like, that if there's kids around, like, you may not, you may not want them to be listening to this section of the show because I mean, we are 100% happy for you. Like, we're gonna have a happy theme today, but. It's still not gonna be kid friendly. I'm just like, that's not what we do here, at least not right now, because we want to congratulate you, you know, for everything that, everything that's coming up. But still, there's some adult things that need to happen. So before we go ahead, we start popping bottles, and everybody gets there. That's it. Put the kids to bed, cause it is definitely time for the danger zone. So without any other further ado, you know what's gonna have to happen. Like not only like after all this wedding gonna have to take place, but we're gonna have to go out eventually. But even before that, that's gonna happen before what I want to talk about, cause eventually, like you two are gonna have to start getting to work, and Johnny's gonna have to start beating like a motherfucking drum. That's what I'm talking about. So, I mean, listen, Lorena. Eventually, you're going to have to take that whole... Until you start seeing... All over the place. 
that was a lot of all over the place. But even more so, like, like I said, like, I feel like we, we go back. I mean, way, 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 way back. So it's good to see, you know, something positive definitely flourish out of all of this. So, you know, like, like I said, eventually you two get out of and, and it's okay, Johnny. It's okay. Like, you know, you don't have to go be a marathon man. Like, you, you, you can fuck like a, <laughs> you know, every 32 seconds, like, and, and again, I'm sorry, not 32 seconds. Like, we don't, we, we don't want to take away from the, the 32 second assassin, 60 second assassin. Like, we don't want to take, you know, get into his spill. But definitely, you go, you go in there all, get some lightning, get some. And you start pumping away until that belly starts to. Y'all give us one little. That's it. I'm done. I'm retarded. <laughs> so congratulations once again. And with that said, let's get back into the show because this is a sports show, and and that's and that's what we came here to talk about. We came here to talk about sports. And listen, I know. Last week or last show, we was heavy in the, into football. We talked about college football. We talked about NFL. We did a recap. We made some picks. But right now, we gonna have to completely switch gears because this is gonna be a basketball heavy show, like super basketball heavy. We have the Cavs who just keep winning, right? We got the Celtics to keep in pace. Golden State keeps moving on as they just keep rolling on the road. College football playoff lineup has officially been sent. And did I mention that we was going to talk some NBA today? We're going to get into the Yankees. We're going to talk some basketball. And we're going to get into one of my favorite segments. We're going to talk about the Hollywood Browns, a local football team here in South Florida. There's a lot to get into today. As the NBA standings alone are bananas because... Just about what, two weeks ago, we were sitting here. Maybe all three weeks ago, we were sitting here talking about. Okay, two, more like two. We were sitting here talking about how the Cavs were struggling, and how we don't know if, and we still don't know if they're gonna finish with that top seed. That's still not a given. But they are clicking. They definitely are clicking. And what you're quickly starting to realize, right? And it's kind of how it was happening in the NFL a little bit. But you're starting to, you're going to start to see it in the NBA. With the NBA moving their season up to mid-October, the first month of the end of the NBA is going to be like preseason. It's going to be the time period for teams to start getting themselves into better basketball shape. I don't want to say they're not in basketball shape. Get them into better basketball shape. Get them into the flow of things. Get that chemistry really starting to click with that with their teammates at game speed. That's what that first month is going to look like because what's going to start to happen is that people aren't, aren't going to get into their groove until mid-November now. And then you're going to start them see, start seeing them really start shining by the beginning of December. And listen, I know I've said it and I'm still going to continue to say it. I'm still a little bit worried about, about LeBron's ankles because there's nothing that can stop LeBron right now but an injury. Like LeBron has catapulted himself to that level of greatness where... Barring an injury, that that's the only thing that's gonna stop him from being the, the only person to make it to 15 NBA Finals. You know, make it to 15 NBA Finals. He'll be the only. He'll be the all-time scoring leader in the NBA. You know, to br the first person to break 3,800, 38,383 points in God knows how long. Like he'll be responsible for all of that. Like he'll be responsible for tons and tons and tons of records. Like, I think he's. I think he's even chasing down the three-point record in, in makes right now. If I'm not, oh, some weird number like that. So he'll do all that unless he gets injured. Because that's the same thing we said about Kobe at the time. Kobe was on pace. Just remember that Kobe was on pace, and then all of a sudden. He's playing 40 minutes a game in a Dan and Tony seven seconds or less um, system at the age of 40. He wasn't quite 40. He was more like 38 or something. 37. 
But just around that, kind of like LeBron is right in that window. He's in that, I ain't saying he's the same age that when Kobe had his injury, but he's in that window. He's getting in that window. But things start to get, you know, them, them nicks and bruises start to linger a little bit. And, and that ankle still, still worries me. But Cleveland has moved themselves all the way from, what was it, the ninth seed at the time, to now the second seed in the NBA. Or uh, in, the, in the Eastern Conference. In the Eastern Conference. And more impressively is the fact that they've won now, what, 14 games in a row. So, I remember even saying at the point when Boston Celtics made their run. And I said to myself, I can't hear, right here, right here, I spoke to you guys. Part of me for being late. Like, you know me. I had to I had to stop and get some public lemonade before I started the show. That's public lemonade. I, I, I really like me some public lemonade. Sorry. So while I definitely thought that it was shocking to see the Boston Celtics go on a 14 game winning streak, 15, 16 game winning streak. Like I, I, I didn't like I thought it was gonna be hard pressed for them to win ten games in a row more than it, he went sixteen and then it all got broken by the heat. Which I'm a, I'm a little upset by the heat. And and then and then by the heat. I'm gonna bring up a topic later on in the show that a heat fan, not just a heat fan, the DJ of the Miami Heat brought to me. We're gonna talk about that later on in the show. But right now, we want to go, I'm gonna continue to talk about LeBron James because, listen, LeBron is as great as everybody likes to claim that he is. Like he he is phenomenal for this era. He has shown a level of consistency that should be respected and also feared. Feared that you're not as consistently a loser in the championship game like he is. Like, but respecting the fact that hey, you can make it to 15 straight. And win five in total. Like he'll get two more rings, right? Right? One more ring. He'll get two more somewhere. Maybe four. Like if he if if LeBron leaves the NBA with only four rings, like I think even that's a disappointment. Like that's. But let's see what happens. LeBron did just buy a brand new house in LA. Which automatically brings up the big speculation from everybody that, oh, is LeBron going to go to the Lakers within a couple of years? Or within the next few years? Which also brings up a whole other topic from, 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 from the other crazy fanatics. Will Kobe make a comeback if that happens? Because that, that's, what, that's what Laker fans are believing right now. That they're going to get LeBron... And Kobe is going to come back as well. And they're going to team up with LeVar Ball and all of these other young pieces. And they're going to ride out for one last run at rings. Plural. Rings. They, don't, they didn't say a ring. They say rings. But we have plenty of time to get into that. We're going to take a quick commercial break. Show some love to the people that has showed love to us throughout the show. Once again, congratulations, Johnny and Lorena. December 24th. I gotta find out what day that is. Is that a Sunday? I gotta take that day off. Damn it. That's a cash day. It'll be, it'll be worth it. I will remember it. Medical cannabis and its 500 naturally occurring compounds are treating dozens of diseases and symptoms. Like a symphony, cannabis compounds perform better when they work together. This is known as the entourage effect. The two most well-known cannabinoids are THC and CBD. We have to say yes to adequate levels of not only CBD, but THC and other cannabinoids. Support medical cannabis legislation in Florida that allows regulated access to the many benefits of this life-changing plan. And we are back. This is the Mighty Sports Podcast. If you're still listening, I am your host, still talent, don't my tailor, Mr. Energy himself. And if you're listening, thank you for listening on the many of platforms that I have. Whether it's TuneIn Radio, whether it's directly on the radio site, you can listen here live, mytradio.net, or 
You can listen to all of the all of the archived podcasts at mightysports.net. Or you know what? Let's just say you don't want the archives and you just want to hear the latest episode. As soon as you open it up, bam, latest episode right there in front of your face. Right in your face. In your face. Shout out to my boy Ronnie. As he just went somewhere. He just went somewhere and asked him to show him what he got. So go ahead, take take your vacation. That's my Coast Guard friend. That's that's that that's the redheaded stepchild of the military. Like it really like listen. <laughs> my apologies. Like, but they are. Like we love them. We still love them because, because we love all military, like equally as as one. But like there's levels to this shit. <laughs> and they are what they are. But not for nothing. Like, being in the Coast Guard is a really good way to get yourself stationed and and maintained in Florida for a really long time. Because you kind of be got, you kind of got to be in disaster areas. Hence the reason why he left Florida and now he's in Chicago. Now I'm joking. <laughs> I got to stop taking shots at Chicago because it, it really is third world country what's going on over there. Like, we need to do something. And, and also, I also think in Flint, Michigan, you know them, them guys still don't have clean water? Like, like Trump is making tax cuts that's going to benefit billionaires, his billionaire buddies, big corporate oils and tobacco and all them other mother fathers. And we still don't have clean water in Flint. Like, we could raise... <laughs> this is how funny... This is how crazy it is. Like, let me tell you this. We can raise $15 million to send to Puerto Rico in... In a, in a month? Yet, it's been almost two and a half years and we still can't get Flint, Michigan some clean water. I'm just saying. Like, remember what Kanye said? Beyonce had the best album of the year. So as we're talking basketball, right? Let's get back to the basketball. Let's get back to the basketball because... I mean, we talking about Kanye. You got me talking about the Trumps. You I mean the Kardashians are still dating basketball players that suck? <laughs> After they date a Kardashian, like I really don't know at this point in time which curse is worse, the Madden curse or the Kardashian curse? Because yeah, you may be getting some pussy, but at what cost? Like, like that's that's like I've ne- I've never like we've all heard of a succubus. Like we've never seen one, but I want to. But I'm gonna. I'm gonna say it right here. I'm gonna make that bold statement. The Kardashians are the closest thing to a succubus as, 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 as you can get in this world. And those are facts. Like, 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 look at it. Like, Lamar Odom wasn't always that bad. Like, he wasn't always that dude. Like, he may have been a little wiry, you know, a little scrawny. Looked like he could possibly be a crackhead, but he wasn't really a crackhead. Then he fucked with them Kardashians, and next thing you know, <laughs> so just say it. The Kardashians, like that curse, like James Harden, like look at this. James Harden dated a Kardashian and had his worst season as a starter. Dumped her and put up a triple double, or almost put up a triple double for a season. Like he's still like he's like 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 it was still like there was still some remnants of the Kardashian on him, so he couldn't quite get that triple double. But you see what he's doing this year. So it, it is a real thing. Talk about the Kardashians. I could have I just saw a picture of the Kardashians hanging out with the O.J. Simpson daughters. But that's the story for another day. So we're talking NBA tonight, and if you're watching, and the NBA has a ton of games on tonight. We're talking about they have eight, 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 eight games on tonight. They have Denver taking on Orlando, Golden State with Indy taking on in Detroit. Actually, that game is going on now. Let's take a peek in. That game is over. You know, it's a good game. That was a close game. That game was was within a five five point radius. But then, you know, all the way up to about two minutes left before I started this podcast. So as we look right now, Boston is in, is in San Antonio taking them on. Right? We have Cleveland also taking on, I'm sorry, yeah, Cleveland also taking on Indiana. We have the Bulls taking on Charlotte. Listen, Chicago does suck. Sh- sh- I'm sorry, Chicago really does suck this year. 
Like, Charlotte isn't the best squad in the world, but they're at least better than Charlotte. Denver, Denver's actually impressive. But right now, every team is better than Oklahoma City in that division, and that still stands. Denver sits at 13 and 11. Utah sits at 13 and 3. Oklahoma City 11 and 13. Minnesota at 15 and 11. Yeah, so those guys are still struggling. But, God, like the NBA right now is, is, has, is still interesting. Even with that, like, Oklahoma is struggling. And they're still interested. Well, let's, let's finish talking about these games tonight. We got Toronto taking on Memphis. We got Dallas taking on Milwaukee. Like I said, Boston goes into San Antonio. That game just started. Sacramento goes into New Orleans. Let's, let's continue to talk about this team because there are about three good teams in every single in every single conference right now, right? And 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 how I'm judging that is that there's only they they are the teams that have less have single digit losses. It's not a lot. There's six teams so far. There's six remaining teams, and those six teams have have a couple of losses to go. Automatically, you probably can imagine who they are. At, le- at least some of the gimmies, right? Boston, 22 and 4, leading the Eastern Conference. Cleveland, 18 and 7, right behind them. 14 game winning streak to get to that. Because before, basically, they were sitting at 4 and 7. You got Houston over, you got Houston leading the West. Yes, I said it, Houston leading the West at 19 and 4. And they just got Chris Paul back. So they did a big portion of that without Chris Paul. They did a big portion of that with Chris Paul on the bench. And listen, I was one of the people that said, like, I'll admit it. I'll admit it. I've been the man for like a minute. But oh, so I'll tell you what I said. I, I, I thought Chris Paul was going to come back to almost the All-Star break. And then he was going to go and start playing with this team. But no, he came back a lot sooner than we thought. He came back about like 15 games in, maybe like 12 games in. And they've been boogieing since. They've been able to maintain that, that number one spot over Golden State Warriors, who right now are playing without Stephen Curry, who's out for about two weeks after um, injuring his ankle. In the last quarter of a game that they were that they're already winning. I want to say it was against Miami. Was it against Miami? Can one of you confirm that? And then... And I think these last two may be shockers. And that's just the fact that they still have single-digit losses. Maybe not the sh- fact, maybe not so much a shocker that both of these teams are sitting in third in their conference, but the fact that maybe they do still have single-digit losses. In the West, we have San Antonio, seventeen and eight, without Kawhi Leonard. And like I said, that's not surprising. Maybe they're not that surprising, but maybe the fact that they don't have Kawhi Leonard, you think like, ah, oh, maybe you thought that they would have had maybe maybe ten losses by now. But you can figure what ten losses get you. Ten losses basically almost makes you look five hundred. Like Detroit sits at basically with ten losses. Well. I'm going to assume that they beat Golden State. I mean, that they lost against Golden State tonight. And right now, they're sitting at 14-11. and 11. Ten losses make you Milwaukee. You know, you understand? Like, like, that's what ten losses does to you. It makes you, it makes you, it puts you in the same category as them. But, we all know that San Antonio Spurs is a cut above the rest. And, if they get, and when they get Kawhi Leonard back, what, see, them getting Kawhi Leonard back, it's kind of how I feel what happens when Boston gets Brandon Haywood back. When Philly gets Malik Monk back. When Golden State, if they keep winning the way they are, because they they've been, we understand, like, they just won six straight on the road. Granted, all of, like, good, the beginning portion of that was with Stephen Curry. But that back portion, they've been Curryless. The defense that Golden State put on Detroit. Detroit, a, a good aggressive team. Detroit, a team that has Andre Drummond as a starting center. A beast of a man-child. That boy's still kind of young, but god damn. They had double-digit blocks at the rim against Detroit tonight. Between Draymond Green and Kevin Durant. Which is one of the most impressive things we talked about Kevin Durant last year. Was the fact that he was able to improve on that defense of his. Because that was the next evolution of his game. Was to impress, improve on that defense of him. Because 
Like I said, for a really long time, I was telling people Russell Westbrook was the best player in Oklahoma City. Kevin Durant could be tall all he want. He wasn't the best player. That boy Russell Westbrook was. And it looked like Boston is up nine to nothing. The last team that has a single digit loss. Once again, maybe not surprising. Which probably by now you've probably figured out who that team is. Not surprising that this team has been in the third spot. Because this team has been there for a while. This team has been... When I say for a while, I mean for, for, for a couple of years now. This team has been there. This has been a team that has figured out how to win during the regular season. At minimum. They have figured out what it takes to put up W's during the regular season. Yes, folks. The Toronto Raptors. 15 and 7. I think not that the San Antonio Spurs are in the same league as the Toronto Raptors. No, but but without Kawhi Leonard, yeah, you're not as good as Boston. You're not as good as Cleveland. You're not as good as Houston. You're not as good as Golden State. And neither is Toronto. And so we know if you face up against Toronto, they'll they'll sweep Toronto without Kawhi Leonard. But they want to match up against those other guys. I think that listen at this point the way Toronto plays, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of Convinced they can get swept by almost any team in the playoffs. That's how bad Toronto plays when they get into the playoffs. So, so Toronto's always been in a weird place, especially these last three years. They've been in a very weird place. That's how surprising that Kawhi Leonard, not Kawhi Leonard, but Kyle Lowry. You know, I was having that, those contract issues with them. I thought about leaving. I mean. Where did he think he was going to go? And wherever he went, did he not realize that, like, Kyle Lowry is a backup point guard in a lot of situations that he wanted to go into as a winning situation? And maybe he just said that because Kyle Lowry doesn't look like the kind of guy, even though he kind of looks like that kind of guy, but he doesn't look like the kind of guy that doesn't like to start if he can, if he can have the opportunity. Trust me, I wouldn't want him in New York. I, I'll go out. I'll, I'll, listen, I'll put, that on, I'll put that on paper. You, 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 can, you can track this, record it if you want to. I do not want, I do not want Kyle Lowry on my team. I have never wanted him on my team. Like, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think he, he's in a good place when it comes to basketball. Like, I don't think you could take a team to a really good place. Like, I think he works with the Rosen. Like, they feed off each other or whatever. But I don't think he would work for the Knicks. I wouldn't want him in New York. He's not a, he's not a really good fan. I don't think he does good. But you know what's good? You know what's good? The NBA. The NBA's in a good place. Like, the NBA's in a really, really good place right now. They, they have, as we speak, about a good six to eight consistent teams that we can count on to make the playoff season like for the next couple of years. And on top of that, I don't talk about your consistent people. We have another like, like four teams that are just exciting to watch. I mean, I'd be, like, you know what? We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we're going to come back, we're going to get into the state of the NBA. Because if you're not excited about this NBA season right now, uh, by now, then we're we going to have to figure out what's wrong with you. And while we're trying to figure out what's wrong with you... I want you to stop trying to figure out what to do on a Friday again. You talking about tonight? Yes, I'm talking about tonight. Stop worrying, stop your thinking, and head down to Capone's Nightclub in downtown Fort Lauderdale. This is where you'll find DJ Scepter mixing in the lounge room. This is so you can start dancing and start drinking. But I understand some of you is introverts. Introverts. You need to loosen up a little bit. You're a little, little tightish. I get it. So listen, start drinking so you can start dancing, but regardless of what you do, you make sure you do this with DJ Scepter. I'm talking about every Friday night from 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. Ladies, you bring your sexy. Fellas, you bring your swag. It's going down at the phone. But, wait, there's more. You try, we're trying to figure out what to do on a Wednesday? Listen, you see, you'll, you'll find DJ Scepter at O'Malley. This is from 10 p.m. to 2 a.m. What? what about Thursday? Yeah, listen. 
on a Thursday, you'll catch DJ Scepter DJing for the Miami Heat. Look at DJ Scepter is playing everywhere that you want to be. We're talking birthdays, we're talking weddings, we're talking bar mitzvahs, kids theaters, bachelor, bachelorette parties, office parties, sweet 16s, you name it. DJ Scepter puts a royal touch on everything. And for reservations, too simple, too easy. You go to bookings at djsepta.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G-S at djsepta.com. My DJ. We are back to the Body Sports Podcast. It's still your host, Talent Omar Taylor. You're still listening. I'm still appreciating it all day on Broadway. I am loving it. Like we're having fun in the booth today. Like I, I you you swear I got, I was sipping on some happy sauce. But nah, nah, just my lemonade. Just me and my lemonade. And you, my peoples. As we talk sports. So as we mentioned before we went on break. NBA is in a really, really good place right now, and and if if you you need to check your pulse, you definitely need to check your pulse if you are not enjoying the NBA. And I'm not just talking about this year. I'm talking about for the last couple of years. I'm talking about before LeBron went to Miami and after LeBron left Miami. <laughs> like like like. The NBA has been in a really good, like, it had that dark period where nobody just really wanted to watch basketball. Like, them four years when LeBron was in Miami, like, like, like who really cared about basketball then? It was like, LeBron, wanted, LeBron, best player in the world, left his, left his town hometown. He ran from the challenge and had to come down to Miami so he could vacation for four years because the game was too hard for him. But the game has been really good. He's been in a really good place ever since he left Miami. So for the last three, four years, NBA's been, but none other than this year. Because, like, be, li- listen, we have had some constants, right? Because so right now you have your definite constants in the NBA. Right? You have your Clevelands. Who's going to make it to the NBA, who's going to make it into the playoffs for a fourth straight year. On their way to an Eastern Conference Championship for the fourth straight time. And possibly on their way to an NBA championship for fourth year. That is something impressive to see. You still have the San Antonio Spurs, who who's 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 still in the playoff hunt. And we all know the Spurs are a wild card. The Spurs are a complete wild card. Because in any given day, the Spurs are one of the few teams that can beat when fully healthy. Every single team in this NBA in a seven-game series. Hands down. Hands down. You have Golden State that's about that's going to be in there again. As we've seen Golden State's rise. Golden State's rise happened, happened during that dark era. That nobody, liked, that nobody enjoyed the NBA. And it finally came to fruition. And it finally matured itself right when... He left Miami, and he was finally back in Cleveland. And now we've seen the product of that. And now they've added on Kevin Durant. That makes it that makes that run even better. But not only that, we have Houston who has thrown themselves into the mix for the last couple of years. As James Harden has been balling, as he continues his solo career after being tossed out of Oklahoma City. Because not for nothing, he didn't want to be a back, he didn't want to be a bench player. And we see why. Still kind of thinking his scorn is a little gimmicky. But now he has Chris Paul. As that now starts to extend that run there. And we're going to see how cursed Chris Paul is. We're going to see how cursed Chris Paul is. Because so far, the only teams not to make it into a Western Conference Championship has only been the teams that Chris Paul has played for. New Orleans and the LA Clippers. The only two teams in the last, since the turn of the decade... To not make it to the Western Conference Championship. 
the LA Clippers and the New Orleans Pelicans. Let's hope that doesn't happen to Houston. Because it'll be a shame. You have Boston now that's on pace. That's going to be there for the next couple of years. I'm talking about, see, you have your constants. Like, now you know you have constants. And when constants happen, then you know that there's always a pillar or a scale or something to be judged up against. You have a measuring stick. Toronto is up there. As I, as I, like I said, listen, you know that during the regular season that you need to be as good as Toronto. And during the playoffs, that if you face up against them, because most likely they'll probably get that third seed, that fourth seed, that you have every bit of an opportunity to beat them in the first round. That gives you something. And, you know what? We even have two other teams in there that have been constants over the last three years. But we're not even going to talk about those winning teams yet. We're going to let you simmer on those two. Try to figure out who those other two guys are. But we have excitement, like I said, everywhere. We even have excitement in teams that are not quite winning. Of course, nobody cares about the Heat. Like, the Heat are just haven't been putting up. Like, the Heat are odd. But we, we still got to talk about what, 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 what my, homeboy talk, my homeboy brought to me. DJ Scepter. The DJ for the Miami Heat. He brought something to me. Are we going to discuss this? We're going to discuss this thoroughly. But, like I said, we still have young, exciting teams that aren't quite winning, but they're exciting to watch. One of them being the Lakers, which you should be happy for, a big market team. They're exciting to watch. Like, you want to see the Lakers play. They may not be winning, but you at least, which I can understand. Like, listen, that, that same notion is how the Dallas Cowboys have flourished during the whole entire Tony Romo era. Like you, we may not be winning, but we're exciting to watch, and it helped them build a dynasty there, a television dynasty. And Tony Romo is a really good commentator. Like, oh my god. Like I, f I feel like Tony Romo should have retired like five years ago. We have Philly that's exciting to watch, and. <laughs> If you're not in love with Joel Embiid by now, like something's also wrong. You, yeah, you have to watch this dude. Like this dude, like Joel Embiid, is very quickly climbing the ranks as one of my favorite players, not only to watch but to root for in the NBA. As once again, I find myself secretly rooting for a Philly team. Dr. J, Allen Iverson, and now Joel Embiid. I, I am excited to see what he does. And talking about excited, I for one am happy that Jaleel Okafor got traded from the Philadelphia 76ers over to the Brooklyn Nets. Because me being a Brooklyn boy myself, right? It, it, it is. I, I do want to see my Nets flourish, and the Nets have to find creative ways to try to, to try to get pieces. Like you see them get the guy, the point guard that nobody wanted in LA, because also they kind of knew where they were gonna go in the next draft. Yeah, we're talking about the phone guy. We're talking. We gotta leave him out of this for right now. But now they go in and get Jaleel Okafor, who, his first year in Philly wasn't bad. He damn near averaged 20 points a game. His his game in college wasn't bad. Like, granted, the NBA has kind of moved away from him a little bit. But if he develops a three-point shot, you're talking about another Kevin Love. Decent with rebounds. Decent, good, great scoring around the rim. Good on the offensive, you know, grabbing offensive boards every once in a while. He can do work. But more than anything, we get to see this young guy get, get playing time. And you know he's hungry for playing time. And he gets to come to New York. And now you have two young guys. Yeah, you have Delangelo Russell and you have um um about to call him a Mecca Okafor. But Jaleel Okafor. 
You have you have both of these guys now. And both of these guys are really happy to be get some playing time. Once again, kinda happy that they're kinda happy that Okafer is not on the Knicks. But I'm really happy that he's on Brooklyn. I would have I would have taken D'Angelo Russell in New York. On the Knicks. So I'm happy that both of those guys are there because it gives them some young pieces. Because remember, they got murdered within the last what? In the last six years. Five years that Brooklyn has come about because they were trying to make a splash right away and compete for a championship right away. Signing Paul Pierce, signing Joe Johnson, signing Kevin Garnett. Big contract after big contract after big contract. And now you're sitting there wishing that, you know, just trying to rebuild, trying to get to dig themselves out of it. So, that's, those are good two starting points. I, I really look forward to them still. And, and they got one, uh, and they got some type of Vuya chick um, or something like that. What's his name? Did I, did I even write it down? I don't think I did. That's how important I thought he was. Nothing to take away from him. I'm just saying, like he was a he was a, he was part of a throwing piece. But yeah, just get. I mean, just you talking about us deal after deal after deal that they have done. Sent away. Like right now, the Cleveland. Just think about it. As bad as Brooklyn Nets are going to be, the Cleveland the Cleveland Cavaliers has their first round pick. The Cleveland Cavaliers has the Brooklyn Nets first round pick. The Brooklyn Nets are one of the worst teams in the league. The, the Cleveland Cavaliers are basically going to get a top 7 pick. As if they needed any more help. Which I'm telling you, watch out for. Because if they get a top 7 pick, and if there's some badass point guards coming out, you're telling me Isaiah Thomas doesn't get this twice? By the girl that dumped him? And the girl that he went crying on the grind on her shoulder and gave him some pity and gave him some pity sex. That's Isaiah Thomas about to get tried twice. Watch out for which point guards are coming out. And watch out for who for who they're eyeing in the draft. They get a badass point guard. A badass scoring point guard that can help take away some of those handling duties from LeBron. Guy that could play both ends, that LeBron will mold and force to be able to play both ends. That helps extend LeBron's career. He doesn't have to go to LA. They have Brooklyn's first round pick. Why would you have to go and live and die in LA? So, yeah, we have LA that's been exciting to watch, even though they're not winning. We have Philadelphia that's exciting to watch, even though they're not quite winning. Better than my team. We have, which, who is one of them? You have the New York Knicks that are exciting to watch, even though they're not quite winning. And you've heard me talk about them already. You have the Oklahoma City Thunder that are exciting to watch, even though they're not quite winning. So I gave you the top three teams in each in each conference. In the East, we have Boston, Cleveland, Toronto. In the West, we have Houston, Golden State, San Antonio. The rest is going to be a fight for. And and, and that's kind of what, what we're going to anticipate. Toronto could probably fall down some. They'll probably even themselves out. But the rest could be fought, can be, can be fought for. Detroit just lost, so they're 14 and 11. So Milwaukee basically is going to pass them with a 13 and 10 record. And we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back and we're going to get into some more basketball. We're going to talk some more sports. And I still have to tell you. What the Miami Heat DJ said to me. And we're going to sit here and we're going to talk about it when we come back to the Mighty Sports Podcast on MightyRadio.net. Come on down to XF Martial Arts where you'll be able to take part in learning all the disciplines you need to be an extreme freestyle martial arts machine. Whether it's taekwondo, karate, yoga, summer, spring, or fall, XF Martial Arts has it all. For more information, class times, and dates, don't wait. Go to xfmartialarts.com and reserve your spot today. That's XF Martial Arts, located at 2875 South Congress Avenue, Suite D, Delray Beach, Florida, 33445. Or call 561-276-1774 and ask to speak with Sensei Cohen to reserve your free trial week. Just tell him Mighty Sports sent you. XF Martial Arts, where fun and discipline are one.
and we are back. Still the Mighty Sports Podcast. I'm still your host, Tyler Tom Martell. I still appreciate you listening. If you're still listening, I'm usually listening at mytradio.net or mytsports.net. You could be listening on TuneIn. I doubt it. You could be listening on TuneIn Radio or you could be listening on Mixalaw. Multiple places for you to catch the podcast at. Ah, ah, ah. Yeah, that was that was that was more Transylvania than right near the beach. So let's finish up these quick. Let's finish these standards real quick, right? I, I don't want to take too long here. You got Detroit sitting in the four, number four spot, right, with a record of fourteen and ten. But they're probably going to fall out to number five, right, right behind Milwaukee, thirteen and ten. You have Washington sitting there at fourteen and at fourteen and eleven. Indiana also sits there at fourteen and eleven. And listen, just let us know. Washington right now has been struggling for for a bit. Bradley. Beal just put up 51 points, but part of the reason why he was able to put up 51 points is because John Wall is out injured. Yes, Mr. Window to the motherfucking wall is out. We're not going to see him for a while. We haven't seen him for a while, but Washington has been finding ways to try to maintain pace, at least keep pace, because they can at least break 500 with him gone. I think they'll find that to be acceptable because... We don't see them being that much over 500. Like, we don't see them in, in, in part of the teams that, that are going to go like 60% or stuff like that, 65%. No, they fall about, right around those 55% or those 58%. So if they can maintain a 500 record with John Wall, with John Wall gone, then they'll be right on pace to keep up their winning ways and they'll finish and they'll, and they'll push it up to like 58. They'll finish right around 55 and they'll even themselves out and be the norm. That's what they are. That's who they are. They're just hoping right now to be able to maintain and keep us and keep us strong lid on the south because things are tough down there. They're still they're still worrying about not Miami, but no. In, in all in all that's in all just I me. Mean, Miami is the closest team to them, and they're only two and a half games behind. So they can't slack off because. They fall off. Remember, Miami's also playing without Hassan Whiteside. They haven't played without Hassan Whiteside for a while. And while we're talking about Hassan Whiteside, bring this down. I was sitting there with the DJ of the, for the Miami Heat the other day, DJ Scepter. And my boy Brew Crew Lou. What to do, Blue? Koki, Koki, That's where you be. And he said to me that Hassan Whiteside is a top three center in the league. Top three. Let that sit in. Hassan Whiteside, he said, is a top three center in the league. Yes, of course. I and and, and see, this is the thing that I'm talking about. These are the reasons why I, I I tell him that we have to have a sports show together because he is such a homer. It's not even funny. He loves himself, his home team, and he has. The most ridiculous blind spots to it. Hassan White's are the top three big men. And I said, listen, you know what? I'll give you this in a very small window. As far as it comes to like just pure athletic blocking shot big men, defenders, he's one. He's 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 at least I'll put him in the top five. Not top five big men in the league, but top five for his specialty. Because Hassan Whiteside is in a special category, right? Not no real offensive game of his own. Can't can't really handle the ball. No real back to the basket game. Can't do a post move, right? Like it's he's very and I said not I can't do a post. Very 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 limited in what is considered a post repertoire. But. He's not the only one. And guys like him can find success in the league. And they have found success in the league. They have found championships in the league. Tyson Chandler is one of the first people to come to mind. Yes, Hassan Whiteside is basically just a more athletic 
Tyson Chandler because that's all Tyson Chandler basically did when he finally when he finally played his role in Dallas. He didn't need to be a postman because remember that's what we were doing in the NBA for a while. Every single guy that was a seven footer, they had to learn post moves. They had to learn a back to the basket game. You forget that we were sending everybody to Akeem Olajuwon's camp to be able to learn feet work. Yeah, I said it, feet work. And yet, Tyson Chandler was one of them. And yet, Tyson Chandler won his championship by being a guy that didn't even get the rebound, just tapped it back out. Didn't quite block the shots all the time, but always deterred the shot. Being that guy, being the rebounder, 12 points, 15 rebounds, didn't care. Three blocks, that's all he needed. You know what I mean? Brought some energy, brought some nasty. Brought accountability. More than anything, he brought a, he brought a backcourt vision, a frontcourt vision, sorry. He brought a front cut vision from from a defensive stand, from a defensive end that you know that 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 really helped you out. He's he was a he was that back end voice. I don't know if Hassan Whiteside does all that. I'm talking about all of that. So, but like I said, Hassan Whiteside is in a rare category. He's in the same category as Tyson Chandler. Now he now he's a little better than Tyson Chandler right now because Tyson Chandler's older. Right now, he's better than Tyson Chandler. But if you put both of them in their prime, I'm still taking their prime at their best. At their very best, I'm still taking Tyson Chandler. But right now, Hassan Whiteside's on top of him. Okay. Who else is he, is he in this category with? JaVale McGee. Yes, people. Hassan Whiteside is just a better JaVale McGee. No real skills. No back-to-the-basket game. Just tall, athletic rim protector. But at least he isn't running the op- he isn't running the wrong side of the, the court. So we'll give him better than JaVale McGee right now. At their both best, I'm still taking Hassan Whiteside. He's another version of a Dwight Howard. But at least Dwight Howard has some kind of a post game. Dwight Howard has some kind of feet work. So, at their very best, when you had to give me the two, I'm taking Dwight Howard in his prime over Hassan Whiteside. But as of right now, I still may take Dwight Howard. That's very close. I'm going to give Hassan Whiteside being more impactful for his team. Overall. Nah, sorry I can't do it. I mean Dwight Howard from what he was able to do to brought his team to a East brought his team to an NBA championship. Hassan Whiteside can barely get his team into the playoffs. Dwight Howard is basically I mean Hassan Whiteside is basically another version of Robin Lopez. And here we go. I'll take Hassan Whiteside over Robin Lopez. So here we go. And, oh, how did I forget this guy? He's another version of DeAndre Jordan. And if you had to give me DeAndre Jordan or Hassan Whiteside in their prime at their best, I'm taking DeAndre Jordan. Just more physically empowering. Imposing at this time. Way more impactful. For part of the reason why, hey, I said I'll probably take Hassan Whiteside over Dwight Howard and I, and I had to think about that because of how impactful the person can be now those were the guys in his category that I had a time that I had a hard time determining if Hassan Whiteside was better than I give you five guys that I was barely sure if Hassan Whiteside was barely there, was better than I got seven all around guys that he's definitely not better than. I don't know what he was. And he doesn't smoke. Like he is one of the most straight laced guys I know. But he was on something. He, he, he may have been high off of life. I don't think he's better than Carl Anthony Towns at this point of his career. I don't think he's better than Paul Gasol. I don't think he's better than Mark Gasol. <laughs> I don't think he's better than 
Brooklyn Lopez. I don't think he's better than Christoph Porzingis. I don't think he's better than Anthony Davis. I don't think he's better than Dem Demarcus Cousins. Whatever his name is. And I sure as hell don't think he's better than the guy that I'm calling right now the best big man in the league. Joel Embiid. Top three big men. Top three big men. Like, you, got, you guys understand. Like, I almost lost it. Blew my stack when I heard him say that. But he's serious. He believes Hassan Whiteside. And Heat fans believe that Hassan Whiteside is a top three big man. I don't know what they're seeing. I don't know what they're seeing. But the Heat are struggling with Hassan Whiteside. That is evident. Because they have a nasty schedule coming. Like, I'm, when I say a nasty schedule, you know what? Because we talked about it briefly. But Miami has a crazy schedule. As they have road game after road game after road game after road game coming up. This whole entire week, this full week, they have nothing but road games. The Knicks, eh, we're a little bit different. We have all home games. We have all home games except for one. And that game, we play Chicago. Next time, the Knicks or the Heat play is going to be on the ninth. The Miami Heat are gonna go to, are gonna go into Brooklyn and take on the Brooklyn Nets, and I'm not gonna lie. Initially, I would assume I would have picked Miami to win this game, but with no Hassan Whiteside, and if Jawil Okafor can be cleared in time to play against Miami, I see him wanting the ball out. Like I, I'm, I'm expecting him to put up 25 points this game, so I'm gonna pick my Brooklyn to hold. Down that four in my, you know, against Miami, and to be honest with you, that was the only game I had Miami winning during this stretch. I had because the next game they play is going to be on the 11th this week, and they go and they play Memphis, and I believe Memphis to be formidable, even though Memphis right now isn't a ranked team in the in the West, not even a top 10 team. Like you know, to be honest with you, you know who is ranked top 10 in the West? The LA Lakers. The Oklahoma City Thunder are barely better than the LA Lakers. They're they're a ninth seed. LA Lakers are sitting in the 10th. Utah, like I said, 13 and 13 is even better than Oklahoma City. New Orleans sits at 13 and 12. Denver's at 13 and 11. Portland, who was the other consistent team. Ooh. Ooh. I just got a picture that I like. My imagination is running wild. Ooh. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying. <laughs> so, I I expect expected them to. Like Memphis isn't isn't ranked high, but these I expect them to beat Miami. Portland has been a consistent team in these playoffs. And you also heard me talk about the other one. Washington has also been one of these consistent teams that makes it into the playoffs. So we're talking about 12 exciting teams at minimum this year. Right? That's minimum. And that's not even getting into how Detroit is doing this year. With Andre Drummond fixing his 
free throw shot. Increasing it, at least doubling it. Which isn't saying much. That's basically saying he took it from the 30s to the 60s. But that's monstrous. Minnesota sitting in the number four spot of 15 and 11. A young team that's doing well. That I'm hearing. That I'm hearing, folks. Listen, if you're a New Yorker, I'm hearing. Carl Anthony Towns does not like playing for Tom Thibodeau. So Knicks fans, Heat fans, I'm only talking to you two. What would you give up for Carl Anthony Towns? If I'm not, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. If I'm Miami, I think about giving away Justice Winslow. Justice Winslow. Was it Justice Winslow Wilson? Justice Young. No, I'm joking. But I, I, I look into him. Because you have to remember, listen, I was one of those people that wanted Winslow over Porzingis. And now you couldn't convince me that five Winslows for my one Porzingis. Basically, you're trying to give me five ponies, five donkeys for a motherfucking unicorn. But if I'm Miami Heat, I try to package that and send him over to, to Minnesota. Like, he'll work... Just as Winslow were working, it worked in Tom Thibodeau's system. That's a system he could flourish in. I just don't know where he'll go, though. And you're talking about a team that already has Jimmy Butler, a team that already has um, Anthony Wiggins. Like, where would he go? He's not playing the four. So he'll be a backup to those two guys. Which may be good for him until he get his shit rocked together. I said Memphis may not be ranked, but I I I see them to, I I see them to give Miami a hard time, and that's only if Hassan Whiteside is, is 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 still out. How long is he out for? I didn't even check that injury report to be honest with you. I don't know. He's been out way too long, and I know that Christoph Porzingis has come back at the right time, as they took on Memphis last night or a couple nights ago, and they beat them. Like I said, I expect them to beat the last placed Chicago Bulls when they go into Chicago. Atlanta isn't that hot either. Atlanta's also one of those bottom teams. We're talking all like those bottom teams consist of Brooklyn. Those bottom teams consist of Chicago. Those bottom teams have Charlotte in there. I'm talking about those bottom like five teams. Right? We're talking Charlotte. We're talking Brooklyn. We're talking Chicago. Like, those are the teams we're talking about down there. We're talking Atlanta. Atlanta is one of those teams. That's a bottom five team. In their conference. So that's why I, I, I expect the Knicks to go in and take a W over them. And then, they, and, then they, and then the Lakers come into town. And, listen, the Lakers had an impressive victory. The Lakers had an impressive victory against Philly last night. But you are talking about Philly. We're talking about 19 and 15 LA Lakers versus 13 and 11 Philly. While they are above 500, Philly is still going through a lot of growing pains. They're just really excited to watch. And if you're, once again, if you're not excited to watch Joel and Bede play as of right now, I'm not quite sure where your head is at. But you know what? We don't have to worry about that anymore. That's the end of the show. That's been my time. This is Dollar Doma Taylor. I want to thank you for listening. Please, everybody, stay tuned, stay blessed, and don't stress. This has been the Mighty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Dallin T. Taylor. You are listening on MightySports.net or MightyRadio.net. However you're listening. Thank you. Thank you. Sorry, boys. Stitches in the world can't sew me together again. Hassan White's out of top down. three big man. Lay down. Ha! Always knew I'd make a stop there. But a lot later than a whole gang of people thought. Victor Oladipo's bowling in Indy. call for drinks. Bars closing down. Sun's out. Where we going for The Heat have the same record as Oklahoma City.
Denver's better than Oklahoma City. My T! And now back to your regularly scheduled program. Congratulations again, Jonathan and Lorena.